Greetings and welcome to the African Spirit Reintegrated and Reimagined Podcast. I am Asani Brogan, owner of Asani Coaching Services, and I am here today again with Richie Thermidor, and we are discussing myths in the voodoo tradition. So this topic actually relates to pretty much all African spiritual systems. However, you know, we entitled it the voodoo system because it gets so much more attention than some of the lesser known traditions especially in the western world so richie and i are going to discuss some of these myths and try to give you some truths about them so welcome again richie how are you hi bobo hi bobo kwasebo awashenago and i am well and it is a pleasure for me to be here and have that beautiful travel with you. Are you Bobo? So let's go ahead and jump into the topic. First thing I want to talk about is basically where did these myths even come from? Like, why do we have to constantly battle negative imagery and negative words about our traditions? Most people probably already know that this came through the slavery, the colonization efforts of the Europeans who ultimately wanted to make us to look like an inferior people group so they demonize pretty much everything that we do and obviously that's inclusive of our spirituality which is probably in my opinion i honestly think it's the number one thing that allowed us to be subjugated to them because our spirituality is paramount as a black people group it is so important to our dynamic, our connection to the spirit world. So that was the first thing that was kind of trampled on in order to get us into this um, subjective state of being, right? And so they made us feel inferior, you know, based on the words and the things that they said about our traditions and how they conveyed our traditions among themselves. And obviously that began to trickle over into our populations, especially as time went by and the latter generations did not have those strong connections to the traditions as the first generations that came here did. This is one of the reasons why we are so disconnected from our traditions in today's world. Um, the Haitian Revolution, as we discussed in another episode about uh, Ezeli Dantor, also played a major role in them demonizing our traditions, as we stated before, because the Haitians utilized voodoo in order to free themselves from their captors. So obviously, they're not going to make a voodoo system look like something that should be revered, something that we should hold on to because it was instrumental in our freedom as a people group, the Haitian people first and foremost. And then that likewise had a domino effect across the world. So it was heavily demonizing, you know, thus the topic debunking the myths of voodoo. And, you know, of course, all of these things were perpetuated throughout the media. They continuously be, they are continuously perpetuated throughout the media. So this is not something that happened in the past. There was an all out campaign to dispel our systems and to make them look like they were something that they're absolutely not. There was a heavy 
charge that came through in early Hollywood depictions of our systems. And of course, it, it still goes on today. It's just that now our traditions are trending more so. So more and more people are kind of hopping on the bandwagon. But in my honest opinion, they still demonize them to a high degree which leads me into one of the first myths about our traditions is that they are you know demonic that we're practicing black magic so Rishi, i'm going to give you the floor to first discuss you know the, some truths that people need to really know about this particular myth related to the voodoo tradition and other african spiritual traditions Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, first and foremost, what people have to understand, we're living in a world where we are in what we call duality. And talking about duality, which means we have the left, right, or what we call positive, what we call negative, what we call right, wrong, whatever. You understand that's the um that's what we have in our mattress so that means in each or no matter what type of or spirituality that you in or religious you're gonna find those two forces you understand and you will have to deal with it no matter what it is you understand and if we take as an example in the christianity so what people try to under try, try to do they try to you know put you in a position to 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 keep away or to 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 to, to destroy the balance you understand because they try to make you understand oh you know god you know trying to do the good thing good thing good thing good thing good thing you know or they trying to put your focus on what we what they call positive so-called positive and trying to make you destroy the negative you understand but at the end of the day we need those two to keep the balance you understand and if and the propaganda that they have about african spirituality is that they they trying to put people's focus that the african spirituality is the bad things you understand is the left side is the negative but they are the positive but at the end of the day we need the positive and we need the negative in order to stay alive but we have to maintain the balance so let's take an example so you know we have a lot of people on the world on the planet okay so let's say you know the 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 first the second generation of your ancestors still be here was still here so what is going to happen the planet may be like too heavy babe because it, it may have too much people and let's take that example for the trees let's say the trees stay forever you understand so what is going to happen we will have like too much trees on the planet you understand but we need the balance we need the balance we need enough plant enough people enough of everything in order to keep the balance to stay alive you understand so that's why we have that we call the circle so the circle is like we one day we wasn't there we was not there and one day we be, we, we we come on that planet and one day we have to live 
and this is a circle for everybody so this is what people call good and bad because we are in a dynamic where we have to experience different type of stuff but there's some people they're looking for power they're trying to control the majority of the people and you know trying to stop them to accomplish their journey on that mattress you understand so that's why you know those people they put those type of stuff on the african on the african tradition on the african spirituality because at the end of the day the african spirituality understand that they have a journey on that planet so they have to make sure that they accomplish that journey they have to make sure that they experience enough to understand stuff you understand they have to 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 have a certain connection a certain um vibration with the nature understand the nature connect with the nature so this is what the 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 african spiritual is all about is to you know become the nature understand the nature so they put that on people's mind like we are the negative side in order for them to have that control but at the end of the day i want people to understand that those two forces and it exists everywhere and you can ain't nobody gonna say that i'm doing only good things it's impossible you're gonna do both drawing your experience on, on on the earth that's pretty much it for sure and definitely it's all about balance and that's what we try to maintain in our systems definitely not about demonic things and doing evil works in fact every african spiritual system is founded on upstanding moral character you will find when you go into the traditions the authentic traditions that is you will always be told you need to be in a space where you're walking in upright character you don't want to go and start to do any ritual working you're involved in all kinds of demonic things or i should say evil things and expect for the spirits to you know interact with you in the right way your readings will come through if you're working with someone who is again based on tradition and they will say hey you need to straighten things up if you're not walking properly everything is directed towards you living a good clean life as richie stated for sure there is balance nobody is perfect so nobody is going to walk that walk but the goal of our spiritual system is to get us to go in that direction you'll find all throughout africa the systems that you know primarily have the ancestral component to them only so all systems have the ancestral component what i mean here is that some systems kind of have have been divorced from their deities due to the slavery and colonization efforts therefore you may not see the deities as present similar to like in hoodoo and in some cases you'll actually see that throughout the continent however that foundational ancestral component is there and every single system that i have studied on the continent and throughout the diaspora the ancestors are all about you living an upright life if they come through and their people aren't living well they're not going to bring blessings upon those people in fact they allow them to experience a whole lot of negativity until they start to straighten things up and that's where you'll see some of those blessings come through when they have the festivals and the ancestors show up in the masquerades they punish people who are not 
you know, living in upright moral character. So by no means is what we do um, promoting, you know, black magic and any type of evil or demonic type of spell work. That component exists, but that's honestly not what you call true, authentic African spiritual spirituality, or you are not operating within an African spiritual system if you are going down the pathway and somebody is telling you that, you know, to engage in spell work or demonic or evil things. Understand that you are dealing with something else at that particular point. Again, those things exist in the world, but you really need to dig deeper and understand where you are and what you're dealing with. Because if you are going into a system and somebody is encouraging that type of behavior for you to engage in anything that is against balance, order, harmony, and peace in the world, you're not practicing true African spirituality. You're not dealing with voodoo or spirit in the right way at that particular point. So I'm going to take a quick break right here. And then we come back, we are going to talk about, you know, the nature of our religions from a hierarchical perspective, you know, God and, you know, is it polytheistic, things like that, because those things come up often in our traditions as well. Another common myth is really kind of two in one um, is that we do not believe or we do not worship or interact with a supreme creator, what most people refer to as God in Abrahamic traditions, and that our religious systems are polytheistic, meaning that we serve or worship multiple gods, like pretty much all of our deities are equal. While these are two separate myths, they go hand in hand. So I wanted to tackle them at the same time. Richie, I would like to get your input about this particular myth first. Yeah, um, to answer that question, uh, what we call God, it's, you know, trying to define God can be complicated. You understand? And trying to believe in God is complicated. And based on my experience and my understanding and my, you know, and my like, you know, introspection, like taking time to analyze my spirituality, which is voodoo. I understand that the voodoo is, uh, they, 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 they do not try to believe in God. You understand? They do not try to believe in God, but they try to know God. And try to know God mean is experience everything that you believe that God created. It's like you said, God created nature, the water, everything. And in voodoo, we don't we don't try to believe that. We try to experience that. You understand? We try to experience that with the fire, with the water, with the trees. You understand? Because what what you gotta understand, all of those stuff, they have uh, energy that we're gonna find on everything that we call that we can call um, that we call existence. 
so there's an energy you're gonna find it in the tree that you're gonna find in the human that you're gonna find in everything that is alive in the nature and this is that energy that we may call god but we're dealing with that energy and we're trying to understand it by experience it at a different level you understand so that's why you're gonna see that the and the voodooism they believe in uh they believe in in an energy um like the primary energy let's say like that which is what we call the duality the good and the bad the light and the dark and because they understand that the 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 in order to have all to have the creation the existence we need um those the we need the duality we need those two poles the 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 left pole and the right pole so that's to say um we be we understand that and we focus that the 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 primary energy is what we call is is dual you understand the primary energy is dual and the primary energy is left and right the primary energy is how, how can i say that it's like um androgen androgen you know that's why we're not gonna focus like on one androgynous androgynous yeah the primary energy is androgynous so that's to say the fact that we believe in in the primary energy that means and i mean if you take the concept of the other religion you're gonna see that this is the same thing that they call god you understand that but but the difference is is like they they say god is a male you understand but in african spirituality we don't say god is a male we understand that primary energy have the both side you understand we understand that primary energy can, can you know as the those two side which is the female and the male side you understand so what we call the light and the dark so that's to say um those people you know a lot of their stuff they come from our tradition because we were there way before them and they took our knowledge and they transform it some kind of way to put you in and 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 the wrong way you know and that's why we we fall in a society that called patriarchal the male think that they are over the human or they are better the, than the woman but at the end of the day um in order for us to have what we call you know production or or to 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 perpetrate the human race we need the man and the human so why we have that war between the man and the woman it's just because they make our mind the supreme god is a man you understand but if you understand that the supreme god i mean if you have that concept the same concept with, with our ancestors you're going to understand that um is different so that's to say what those people call god we have it you know we have it and we know it but the 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 way we see it is a little bit different but we kind of like have that we call the primary energy some and in other words 
Definitely. And thank you for the explanation for sure. You know, as Richie explained, we don't really personify our supreme deity or you know, supreme force, if it, as it were, as a male or even a female, because I've heard some people, you know, come with that philosophy that God is a woman. It's really a dual force. It's like we see all throughout nature. You see duality in everything in nature, which would be representative of the supreme being, because it, even in humans, a female has both masculine and feminine traits. Likewise, a male has both masculine and feminine traits. So if we are in the, in the image of God, as they say in Christianity, then that would mean that that dual force exists. Even to go a little bit deeper in that topic, all human beings actually start off as female, according to scientific study the um, embryo begins as a feminine energy and in order for a male to be made the testosterone has to go to higher levels in order to create the reproductive um, system in a male so that being said if we even want to go which was first and which was second it would have had to be a female according to scientific proof but as we know pretty much everything you know that we knew from the beginning our knowledge base has been changed around day has been made into night and night has been made into day in westernized society so to be honest with you just about everything that you know to be real or true in the world is most of the time the exact opposite of what you've been told because our um, traditions, our knowledge base, which came from our spiritual traditions, because we had direct communication with the spirits in a way that we don't even have it today. You still have people who can commune with spirits on a high level, but it was so different, you know, during the time of our ancestors who came long ago so i'm not just talking about four or five hundred years ago i'm referring to before modern day times in you know where we live and how we interact in today's world in which case we absolutely believe in a supreme being in african spiritual systems we believe that that supreme being is ultimately spread out into all life force so you have the qualities of that supreme being within you likewise they're within the trees the plants the animals and every living form of being on this earth so that living that spirit the spirit of the creator is within all of us and it, it lives and it breathes within us in which case our deities serve as an intermediary point where we communicate with our deities in order to get to the access of the higher being right you'll find it oftentimes um relayed in a way that you know there is a supreme being but that supreme being isn't necessarily concerned with the day-to-day -day activities of mankind and that's why we connect with the deities in order to commune with that supreme being deity or that supreme being me personally i don't necessarily believe that the supreme being does not care about our day-to-day -day lives 
I communicate with what I consider the supreme being to be on a daily basis. Yeah, I have my own thoughts about that. Again, we have to also understand that even the literature about our systems has been, you know, twirled and misconstrued. And you really have to dig deeper and go and talk to people. You know, do we deal with oral traditions? And there are some things in writing, but as I've stated before, some of the writings and the knowledge that we have about our systems don't even come from us. You really have to check the source when you go in to purchase certain things and, and read about certain things to understand where that communication is coming from. So the polytheism component of that comes from the fact that we do interact with so many different spirits but what people have to understand is we don't consider these spirits to be the supreme force we consider these spirits to be creations of the supreme force it's very similar in uh, religious like christianity where you have god or that supreme power at the top and then you have um you know angels and other spirits spirit guys they, they can call them so many different names that fall under their hierarchy likewise in christianity you have the concept of the trinity which involves a supreme being the um the son which would be jesus and then the holy spirit if you will so and you know, some people i've heard say that you know the holy spirit is a female energy some a male it really doesn't matter much to me either way but that force would really be the same thing that we deal with in our systems. It's just that we have more than what we call or what we would synchronize with the spirit of Jesus, if you will. Right. So we have so many other forces that we communicate with likewise. But it's really that same process of going through an intermediary to get to the Supreme Force, the same way in Christianity, where um, people talk to Jesus, right? And they pray in Jesus' name, in the power of Jesus. That's ultimately what that means when you pray in Jesus' name, um, in order to have that connection to God, the Almighty whatever name you want to call that in what system that you practice within in which case it's the same dynamic that occurs within african spiritual systems it's just that we have so many other spirits that we deal with right we have those gatekeeper energies the, the legba group of spirits in the voodoo tradition but it will be issue in the um in the um Ifa tradition and of course I'm, I know that there are so many other names that that spirit or that particular energy goes by in other traditions so it's really the same thing same thing I personally have not come across any research that indicates to me that people who practice within ATR do not believe in a supreme force right I've come across much literature and of course within my own practices, I know that we do interact with multiple spirits and deities. However, I personally don't consider those deities to be the ultimate or supreme creator. And as you know, mo most of my um, you know cohorts don't either. I've, I've never heard anybody 
refer to these deities as being the supreme creator now you know that being said i'm pretty sure as time has gone by there's different schools of thoughts on that but originally we've always thought of um there being a supreme master creator which again shared that dual force even in traditions like ifa if you go back to the true history of ifa now you'll hear that spirit referred to as Olodumari. It's actually another spirit above that, but I'm just going to go with Olodumari for the sake of this conversation. So most people say, you know, Olodumari would be equivalent to what you call the Almighty or God in the um, Christian faith, in which case Olodumari has been given a masculine persona. However, years before, you know, again, this patriarchal type of narrative that has come into our religious and our spiritual systems that energy was not thought of as a male and there are some instances where it was actually thought of as a female only and other instances where it was thought of as a dual force so again the research the knowledge is very important for us to dig so much more deeper into our traditions and understanding what we what we do if i was just one example of that there are so many other traditions that pretty much take that same stance that there is a supreme force that created us all and there's a hierarchy the same way we operate as a hierarchy in our world right you go into any organization you are going to have one president ahead of their organization and then you will have your executive board right the, the cfo the coo and all of these other figureheads and below those particular executive individuals you will have other lines of authority that trickle all the way down to the lowest level of their organization right as above so beneath we operate like this in our material world where do you think we got that knowledge in order to organize ourselves in this way from above right so that's my take on that particular myth and you know how i have come to a knowledge of what the reality of it is i'm going to take another quick break and then we come back we're going to discuss another common myth about voodoo in african spiritual systems Check out the Ganine store for the latest voodoo-inspired fashions, accessories, and home decor. This platform offers unique and stylish ways to pay homage to and represent the ancestral legacies of African people worldwide. They provide premium products designed for connecting with African traditions in new and inspiring ways. So shop now at theganinestore.com. That's G-I-N-E-N-S-T-O-R-E dot the last myth that we are going to tackle in this episode is the myth that our systems are not organized it's kind of like we just throw everything in a pot and do whatever we want to do and there is no organization within african spiritual systems so i am going to lead this topic of discussion and just start off by saying that it is just emphatically so 
not true. Anybody who comes with that type of information is an individual who has not done their proper research on our spiritual system. Most often, this particular myth comes about because there's no central book for most Africans, or really for no African spiritual systems. We are starting to see the publication of certain books, what you you may deem as a holy book, so to speak. However, our traditions are oral and they have been passed down as such for many generations. And because we don't have that centralized book or even a centralized governing authority as it is in many of the christian systems so like in you know catholicism you have the pope right that's the ultimate authority of that particular practice and of course through and through you know any other abrahamic religion you have published books but we also have to understand it those traditions were likewise oral throughout the course of history you know it's just now they went in and compiled some writings that were around in the middle eastern area and you know they went through this whole council if you will and determined that certain books should be put within this book and then they deem it holy we don't have that in our tradition so a lot of times people say our traditions aren't aren't organized we just do whatever we want to do and again that's not true we have so much knowledge so much wisdom especially when you think about a system you know this is as replete as the ifa system as well as the um voodoo system that comes out of benin it's all throughout africa i'm specifically referencing these particular systems because they are more well known in the diaspora a lot of the traditions that we see throughout the diaspora are offshoots of these two particular systems in in the diaspora i should say in america so we do have the diasporas on the other side the diaspora on the other side of the world as well so i don't like to leave out that component it's very important for us to understand that our knowledge is spread throughout this world but again you have you know a divining system that nobody can just come and pick up without knowledge of how how to use these particular systems so they are organized we have festivals and feast days that are very akin to the ones that you see in other religions that are very much so organized events people know what to bring what to cook how to do things there's organization when you come to these events the the fets that occur in the voodoo system and i'll let you speak more on that richie when i finish my conversation about this particular myth those systems are very organized right you don't just show up at a fit and do whatever you want to do there are things there are, there's very much so order to that process and likewise to all of the other festivals and feast days as a matter of fact you know that's where they got many of the traditions that we deal with in christianity the christmas holidays the easters etc etc we were already dealing with our own festivals and our feast days for our deities prior to the colonization and slavery efforts another thing is we have a system of order where we absolutely honor our deities on specific days of week is very much so organized again similar to you know the church or even like in islam where they go and they do their their prayers five times a day or what have you we have very organized systems whereby 
we are um we we honor our deities we do offerings we do sacrifices on certain days depending on you know our connection and our relationship with that particular spirit that we work with so that absolutely occurs a matter of fact we do that more often in our traditions than you will see in a church so the average person maybe go to church once a week on sunday or something like that whereas i personally i'm interacting with my deities every day there's something that i have to do and it is a very organized system with me on an individual level but likewise when i interact communally with the systems that i practice in we likewise have temples and places of worship just like other religious systems do is really not much different the biggest thing as i said before is that you don't have that centralized holy book and governing authority in the same way i would say that we see it in abrahamic religion because there actually are governing authorities there are societies that kind of oversee our traditions in different respects throughout the diaspora it of course is different when it comes to to the traditions that are now you know spread throughout the world because we don't have access to them the way that we did when we were on the continent so you're talking about things like hoodoo that's folk magic and it's oftentimes practiced on an individual level versus you you know going into a temple or something like that but the other systems they they have huge you know spaces where people go and commune and worship in the same way that you would see in pretty much any other tradition okay so just to talk a little bit about that there there's absolutely organization and there's ways that we are to do things there is order there is a hierarchy of how we interact with our um our priests and our priestesses and so forth and so on I can't even say enough about how organized and ordered our systems are. So, Richie, I'm going to transition to you. What do you have to say about this particular myth? Based on my research, based on my experience, um, I understand that there's a difference between religion and spirituality. And most of the time when people said that our tradition is not organized is because they focus on the religious aspect so they have to understand in our spirituality we have the religious aspect but the religious aspect is not the essence of our tradition that's why people most of the time they get confused they say oh our our tradition is not organized stuff like that because they try to assimilate our tradition to a religion but it's not the case because the religion is a science you understand is a science and anybody can create a religion as long as you know the science but spirituality is a personal experience it's not a science you understand and spirituality cannot be organized you understand as people would like to or as people attend to because at the end of the day we are different at a certain aspect and all the differences that we have 
is a part of what we call spirituality you understand it's like we live in that mattress we come but we don't have the same destiny we don't have the same journey and our spirituality journey is not going to be the same that's this is the reason spirituality cannot be organized because we have to understand stuff based on ourselves that's why you see in spirituality we don't have what we call a preacher or a bishop or we have most of the time a guide somebody who's gonna guide you every time you wanna you wanna get into the spiritual word you know you you wanna start a spiritual journey and you have to have a guide and or what we call master that master not gonna teach you spirituality but it's gonna help you to understand to discover what is spirituality by yourself by your own way to understand stuff you understand so that's to say spirituality don't need to be organized but if we look at the religious aspect in our um tradition it's very organized it's very very organized because everybody has their will everybody has their function everybody know what they have to do based on their um function you understand so that's to say, if you just look at it and you're not into it, you may say it's not organized because in your mind, it should be the same way as the Christianity to be organized, but it's not the case. Okay. But as long as you get into that stuff, you understand the meaning, you understand the essence of everything. You're going to see that our spirituality is very organized and i can give some examples based on my tradition you understand and if you go in what we call laku in my or what we call uh we're gonna find somebody as we consider as uh, the 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 priest of that of that um let's say organization or tribe whatever it is those group of people and you're gonna find the this is those people they are responsible to sing you understand every time they have like a ceremony for a specific specific spirit so their job is to sing and to organize you know let's say do the decoration for the space and you know and those type of ceremony we always give stuff to a man to eat and there's some there's some people they are responsible to cook the food there's some people that are responsible to do different type of tasks that's to say we are organized and we have the folklore side the folklore side is say okay each date we have to do this each day we have to do this as a as a voodooism as somebody who practice the asian voodoo and the folklore part people who you know connect with the folklore part they respect all those principles you understand and all of the stuff it's a part of what we call organization you understand there's some specific date that in our tradition that you cannot just wake up and go and go to the party you know this is a day to light a candle to talk to your ancestors or to do some kind of ritual and all of the stuff they are a part of what we call organization 
that's to say our spirituality is organized but it's not organized to control the world it's not organized uh, um, to win the world it's organized to um, let anybody who wanna you know exp- you know you wanna have that spiritual expression that you wanna have that spiritual feelings and they are they feel free to come and have it but it's not they do not put you in a mood that yo you have to do this you have to go let's say for example in order to be the son of god you have to go to the church every sunday you understand it's not like that but we are focused on some what we call rules or what we call law some law some 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 universal law some 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 important law law of the nature so this is what it is some kind of way thank you for that explanation richie really appreciate it um definitely that you got into the spirituality components of it as well so those are the only myths that we're going to cover in this particular episode obviously there are so many different myths that surround our traditions and again it's all on purpose is to make us shy away from them because people want us to see them as something that we should not engage in is something that we should not connect with so obviously they will make our traditions seem as though they are not equivalent to or they are not even superior to other religions and traditions throughout the world So we're going to go ahead and close this episode. We hope it has been enlightening for you. Aibobo. Aibobo. Aoshinago. Please have a very beautiful and blessed day all.